The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. During the supper with his disciples, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that, because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When Judas had gone out, Jesus said, now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, for I am going, you cannot come. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. On this Wednesday of Holy Week, we come across one of the major stumbling blocks to an effective relationship with Jesus Christ, a fruitful relationship, one that is productive. And it's pride, the deadliest of all the sins. This feeling of self-sufficiency. We have our own resources and we can do things on our own. This is exactly what Peter was susceptible to. Jesus is at the Last Supper. He's saying his final words. These are very important words. And he says that now the Son of Man has been glorified and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Very profound words. Peter interrupts him and says, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Now, Peter is the one who has been given the keys. So he may feel that he has the resources within himself. He has this authority. Why can't he follow Jesus right to death? But as we know, 
Shortly after the Last Supper, when they go into the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus will ask the three inner circle, Peter, James, and John, to stay awake, and they don't. Peter falls asleep. Jesus says, Peter, could you not stay awake for one hour? So he fails in the Garden of Gethsemane because he's relying on himself. He doesn't ask Jesus to be strengthened. He doesn't ask for help. And then when things get more tense and Jesus is arrested, Peter ends up denying even knowing Jesus on oath. All the apostles, including Peter, flee the scene. Only John stays. It's a disaster, and Judas betrays. So a complete disaster by the apostles, but a lesson to be learned. And in fact, Jesus will restore Peter because Peter has repented and will say, Peter, do you love me? Not do you know me, do you love me? Peter will acknowledge his love, and that's enough, because then Peter will be strengthened, and especially after Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes into him and the other apostles, Peter stands up and proclaims this marvelous homily that is so persuasive that thousands convert the very day that Peter preaches. The United States is famous for their Declaration of Independence, but in the spiritual life, it's actually the opposite. When we depend only on God, not on ourselves, but on the resources of God, especially the Holy Spirit, then truly we will bear fruit. We will not deny Christ. And in fact, if we rely on the Holy Spirit, the first reading from Isaiah chapter 49 may very well apply to us. The Lord says, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Now what's really being said here, if we truly rely on God, if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, there is nothing we cannot do because God is working through us. So let's look at this first reading more carefully because this is the second Suffering Servant Song of Isaiah. And it says, Listen to me, O coastlands, pay attention, you peoples from far away. The Lord has called me before I was born. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. Do we see ourselves this way? We should. We were called by name in baptism. The Lord has called us, chosen us, elected us for a mission. Now, this particular suffering servant says, My mouth will be made like a sharp sword, which means he will be eloquent, powerful in speech. But we have our own charisms that were given to us by God in baptism. And when we ask God to show us those charisms and rely on them and work through them, then we will have our own effective ministry because God is working through us. So as we continue this journey through Holy Week, let us thank God 
that through his son Jesus Christ and his life, death, and resurrection and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we indeed can be like this servant and be fruitful because we rely on God. And as St. Paul said, with God, all things are possible.